Welcome to the Goddess Diaries with your host, Dom Champagne. Come explore what it means to be a modern woman who dares to remember her sacred self. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio. My name is Dawn Champagne, and you are hopefully here daring to remember your sacred self. (laughs) If you haven't done so already, I invite you to download your three free gifts that you get when you sign up for my newsletter. You can think of this as your toolkit for unleashing your inner goddess and daring to remember your sacred self. You can find it at www.thegoddessdiaries.org, and I've also included a link in the description page at Blog Talk Radio. And on today's show, excuse me, I'm a little froggy here. (laughs) I had a frog in my throat. Sorry about that. On today's show, I want to talk about something that I think a lot of us think about, but might be confused about. One of the most frequently asked questions I get is, how do I find my personal goddess? And I want to talk about that today on the show. But before we get started, um, there's a little something that I wanted to read to you. And this is a very beautiful piece of poetry. Um, Some would call it liturgy. And I do think that it is the closest thing to liturgy that the – goddess spirituality has to offer and this is the charge of the goddess Um, the version that i want to read is the starhawk adaptation um, which is adapted from doreen valiente's traditional charge of the goddess listen to the words of the great mother who of old was called artemis astarte ishtar dion Melusine, Aphrodite, Caridwen, Diana, Arianrod, Breed, and by many other names. Whenever you have need of anything, once a month, and better it be, when the moon is full, you shall assemble in some secret place and adore the spirit of me, who is queen of all the wise. You shall be free from slavery, and as a sign that you are free, you shall be naked in your rights. Sing, music, and love, all in my presence, for mine is the ecstasy of the spirit, and mine is also joy on earth. For my law is love, love unto all beings. Mine is the secret that opens the door of youth, and mine is the cup of wine of life that is the cauldron of Caridwen, that is the holy grail of immortality. I give the knowledge of the spirit eternal and beyond death. I give peace and freedom and reunion with those that have gone before. Nor do I demand aught of sacrifice for behold, I am the mother of all things and my love is poured out upon the earth. Here are the words of the star goddess, the dust of whose feet are the hosts of heaven, whose body encircles the universe. I, who am the beauty of the green earth and the white moon among the stars and the mysteries of the waters, I call upon your soul to arise and come unto me. 
For I am the soul of nature that gives life to the universe. From me, all unto me, they must return. Let my worship be in the heart that rejoices. For behold, all acts of love and pleasure are my rituals. Let there be beauty and strength, power and compassion, honor and humility, mirth and reverence within you. And you who seek to know me, know that the seeking and yearning will avail you not unless you know the mystery. For if that which you seek you find not within yourself, you will never find it without. For behold, I have been with you from the beginning, and I am that which is attained at the end of desire. And that's it, the charge of the goddess. (laughs) You know, it's really funny how when you're in flow with the cosmic current and you bump into others floating along with you down this stream, um, it's it's just funny how that happens. Last week's podcast was all about decluttering the wardrobe so that you can free up your energetic space and move confidently into the new year looking and feeling like the empowered goddess that you are. And the response that I got from that show was amazing. I got a lot of emails from you sharing that this was exactly what you had on the agenda for 2015. So I think that's wonderful. And, of course, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, please do so, but only after you listen to this episode because I really want to explore a couple of things about how you can find your personal goddess. (laughs) So this cosmic flow, you know, um, talking to my circles here in Boise, talking to my circles online, and the conversation always came back to these eye-opening conversations that they're just also very juicy and it's just so much fun. So what was kind of cool this week was that when I shared with the group, my online uh, Facebook group, my private online Facebook, I connect with the goddess most easily in the space between wake and dreams or in lucid dreams. This exploded into really interesting ways that women can find and connect to their goddess. And if you want to connect to your goddess first, you have to figure out who that goddess is. So if you don't know how to do this, I think you might want to listen in here. (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there. I don't really have all the answers because... Honestly, there are as many ways to connect, to find and connect to your goddess as there, as, as she has names. Um, but what I can do is I can share a few ideas that have worked for me over the years, and that's what the show is all about. So, yes, there are many, many ways to find your goddess, but I want to share that for me, this was very frustrating when I first began my journey because I wasn't really sure that I was doing it right. And I was super self-conscious about the fact that it seemed like all of my women friends or women that I circled with, they all had matron goddesses. And they were, you know, they were devoted to these 
beautiful goddesses, these strong goddesses, um, sensual, you know, this goddess is, you know, rules over the domain of strength and freedom and um, the underworld or, you know, this moon goddess or whatever. And here I was just bumbling around, searching in the dark, you know, like I was, you know, arms outstretched, tripping over my own feet in the darkness, looking for my goddess. I wanted her to acknowledge me, to find me, to claim me as her so that I could be like these other women, you know, devoted to this, this one goddess. And so I, um, I was in an apprentice uh, program and I asked for help from my teacher, my guru, <laughs> and she just kind of smiled at me. <laughs> she had just this, this knowing smile, like, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> and she pointed out some great books for me to read, and <laughs> I just kind of laugh, you know. It's just funny. I, I asked these women in my circle, how did you find your goddess? You know, I wanted to know how each woman found their personal goddess so that I could go out and experiment on my own and try to replicate their process. <laughs> so when I asked the women in my group, the most common answers that I got were, oh, well, just ask for a sign. Just ask her to appear to you. Meditate, <laughs> you know. Um, another one was pull a, pull a goddess oracle card and and work with the goddess that comes up on the card and see if that works for you. See who shows up. Um, and then another another person suggested just choose a goddess that you think you might like. Look up her story and see if you like it. See if it resonates for you. See if you can work with that particular goddess's energy. And I have to say, these are all fabulous ways to discover your goddess archetype, the goddess energy that that you feel most resonant with. But for me, this didn't work. (laughs) None of this worked. Um, I went through, you know, I meditated and goddesses would show up and I would have these beautiful encounters with these strong women these strong goddess archetypes, and yet I didn't feel that devotional pull or attraction to any one goddess in particular. You know, and I would do that. I would pull the oracle card, and and I have the the Doreen Virtue um, oracle deck, the goddess guidance oracle deck, and I would pull a, a card each day, and I would meditate on whichever goddess showed up for me, and sometimes, you know, I would take it as a sign if if the same goddess showed up over and over again. And, and, you know, it's kind of funny as I'm, as I'm sharing this with you, I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm looking at the card that I pulled about a week ago that I have out. And it is um, Rhiannon, the sorceress, who is a moon. She's a goddess of the moon. She's a manifesting goddess. She's just amazing. But um, my process has changed a little bit. You know, I'd pull a oracle card back then I'd pull an oracle card a day but now I just I pull it whenever I feel it's necessary um I went on a mad search I looked up all these different goddess stories and that was actually really cool because that's kind of what um uh if you go through the goddess diaries Facebook page um and look through the images from 2010 through you know 2011 on or in those early years um 
you'll see all these different goddess profiles that I posted on Facebook. And that was, that was actually um, part of that process of me trying to find my personal goddess, my matron goddess. And the funny thing is none of this worked for me. It really felt like even though I was connecting to that feminine, that divine energy, that divine feminine archetype, I guess, if you will, there was something that was missing, and I wasn't sure what it was. I didn't quite get it. And I realized what it was after a couple of years of stumbling around in the dark, um, after I began paying attention to the archetypal patterns at play in my own life, and I paid attention to my own behaviors of how I handled things, it was interesting what happened. <laughs> this level of self-awareness brought me closer to a personal archetypal energy that I felt resonance with. I'd noticed that in my everyday interactions with people, I would laugh in all situations. I'd have either a nervous giggle or I would have this desire to avert any seriousness with a joke (laughs) Uh, I just did it right now. I laugh. In fact, when I was a little girl, my nickname was Giggles because I would laugh at everything. And, you know, it just goes back to being that nervous little child who um, wasn't quite sure of herself. But anyhow, when I turned inward and started observing with, you know, that self-awareness, I discovered the goddess Izume, who is the goddess of laughter and she is a shamanic goddess, and she's someone that I've actually worked with over the years, and she has brought me to myself time and time again, just back to myself. And yet, I don't claim her as a matron deity. (laughs) So then I began doing energy work professionally, and Iris made herself known to me, and I was so in love with the idea that she was both goddess and angel and that she's a divine messenger and rainbows and hello, energy work. (laughs) And again, I love working with this goddess, but I don't feel that resonance that she is my matron goddess. And then later I was delighted. I'm so delighted when I started playing with my astro chart, my, my associations on my astrology chart, my natal chart. And I found how um, using your your sun sign is a good jumping point to help you identify other goddess energies, um, whatever that element is. And there's a, there's a number of different ways to do it, really. But um, what I did was I I um, I'm an Aquarius, and so I played with the element of East. And in meditation, I asked for some various goddess archetypes energies to come forth and of course Uzume (laughs) she came forth again she is a goddess of laughter and laughter being uh, of an airy presence you know Um, it's not surprising that she came forth but also who came forth was Balbo uh, another goddess of laughter 
Um, and she's kind of freaky, like Aquariuses are freaky. <laughs> so, so that was kind of cool. And I don't think that I'm doing her or saying any disrespect to her because I think she gets it. I think she knows exactly. I think she's winking at us right now. <laughs> um, but also in the, in the element of East came Ostara, Ishtar, and Lilith. And so here I am working with all of these different goddess archetypes, and I'm just sitting here going, holy shit, how is it that these women have found their one goddess? And I have this whole mixed bag of, you know, mixed pantheon of goddess energies coming forth who want to work with me, who want to play with me, who, who I'm playing with. And it really confused me, and I didn't, I still didn't know, you know, is this okay? You know, there's so much dogma in goddess circles. Um, For instance, one time I was in, I actually wasn't in the circle. I heard about it afterwards, but um, there was a circle event here in the Boise area where someone had called two different goddesses into the circle, and some of the women in that circle, they were were kind of offended and and felt like it was... um, a dishonor to one or the other of the goddesses, but I didn't feel that way when I heard the story. Um, I just, all I heard was dogma and I wasn't quite sure that I resonated with that. And like, can you call two goddesses into the circle at the same time? And, you know, my answer is, of course you can, if it's done in respect and if it's done, you know, as, as a, whatever work needs to be done, Absolutely. Absolutely. We do it when we call the charge of the goddess. She's known by many names, the goddess of 10,000 names, you know, it, 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 anyway, I'll get off of that. But, but so, okay. So then anyway, I played with my sun sign, the element of East. And then I played with my moon sign, which is an earth element. And the energies of Venus came out. And this is where I really discovered sensuality, and that was really cool. I mean, like, I had already known sensuality. Hello, I have five children. But really sensuality from the aspect of my own inner goddess. (laughs) That sounds so hokey, doesn't it? (laughs) But anyway, um, me, 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 me. I'm trying to serve my point here. But what I want to say is that all of these things led me on this path And it wasn't until probably about a year ago that I realized that it is okay to not have a matron goddess. It is okay to work with the different archetypal energies of the goddess. We are multifaceted creatures. And even within us as as women, as effeminate creatures, we still have masculine tendencies within us as well. So, you know that what I'm trying to say is that there is not anything wrong with you if you don't work with one particular goddess. If you do, if you do have a devotion to one particular goddess, that's a beautiful thing and cherish that. It is it is gorgeous. It's just a, a level of self awareness that you have achieved that is really empowering and a really beautiful thing and and that devotion uh, is I'm sure is amazing um but I do want to say to all the women out there that who who don't who want to but don't have a matron goddess it's okay if you don't and it's okay to work with different energies 
and it's okay to call different goddesses into your circle. Um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. As women, we <laughs> we have different needs, and different goddesses serve those different needs. And so nothing wrong with calling on different goddesses. And here's something, though, that I wanted to share with you. It's that... Um, you know, if you're into herbs or crystals or even just examining your own line of work, like what uh, your career, for instance, or whatever your soul work is, you can tap into any goddess archetype that exists within your psyche. And you can activate that energy so that whatever it is that you're doing, she can help you propel forward in your pursuit of your sacred self. And the really interesting thing about this, I started off at the top of the show with the charge of the goddess. And so many of us want so desperately to find that one matron goddess who can help us discover the meaning of life or (laughs) whatever it is that your big question is. And towards the end of that piece of liturgy, that the charge of the goddess, um, there's a statement in here that I think is the most important statement of all in regards to this. And that is, and you who seek to know me know that the seeking and yearning will avail you not unless you know the mystery for it. For if that which you seek, you find not within yourself, you will never find it without So the search for the goddess, how to find your personal goddess, it really begins with the search for yourself and really daring to remember your sacred self. That's where it's at. That is where it's at. So anything that brings you closer to the truth of who you are is going to bring you closer to your matron goddess. And I hope that helps. I hope that sheds some light on how you can really discover your goddess. If you need some action items, some action steps to help you along your way, check out the three free goddess gifts that I offer when you sign up for my newsletter. There's three guided meditations. One is a grounding meditation Another one is uh, practical ways to ritualize your day and why you should. And the other one is diary practice, daily diary practice. If you want to find your matron goddess and be devoted to a matron deity, daily diary practice is a must. Three pages a day, every day, you're going to tap into that energy very quickly. So anyway, uh, you can find those three free goddess gifts when you sign up for my newsletter back at my blog. That's www.thegoddessdiaries.org. And yeah, so that's what I have for you today. While you're over there downloading those three free gifts, I hope that you can rate the show so that you can let others know about the Goddess Diaries radio your rating not only warms my heart, <laughs> it really does. I really appreciate it, you guys. Ladies, it's so awesome. 
Um, but whenever you leave a rating for the show back at the iTunes show page, it helps others find this podcast, and it also helps fill the world with that goddess energy, which we all need more of. So I hope that you enjoyed the show, and if you have about how to find your matron deity, just turn within. Turn within. And that wraps up another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio. Until next time, I love you guys to the moon and back. Thank you for joining me, and I hope that you have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.